1: Good afternoon fellow Fox fans Thanks for joining me I know I'm a little bit late We should have gone live at four But you know what Note to self Before you go live Don't put some Thornton special toffee in your mouth Because you know what happens (laughs) You got it You got it Wickham Wanderers won. Leicester City nil. Two pre-season games we've played. We've had four pre-season teams, if you like, the way that uh, Brendan's done it. We've scored no goals. We've conceded one, and we've basically drawn one, lost one, won nothing. What do you think of our pre-season so far? That's what we're going to be looking at straight after <laughs> Saint. Are you ready? This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris
0: and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes.
1: Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one. And it's live. We are live. Good afternoon, everybody. Well, yeah, pre-season. It's only pre-season, isn't it? Or do we just say that basically because we've not had a very good one? Um, Does pre-season actually... Mean anything? I mean, you know, our pre season, in fairness, we've never gone to the Far East and done tours or America and done tours. You know, we've always sort of popped down the road to Burton. We seem to do that every year. So does it really mean anything? We'll be looking at that uh, later on. Scott's going to join us, but um, Scott, bless him, he's out shopping with the missus. Mm, Maybe maybe she's trying an extra pair of shoes on he'll be joining us later though as and when he gets home (laughs) if he's allowed i'm sure he will be uh he'll be joining us later to talk about it as well uh louis thanks so much for joining us good afternoon sir how the devil are you um Facebook user, not sure who you are, Uh, register with StreamYard or just stick your name at the end and I can see who I'm talking to. It is Lester Till I Die. We are on YouTube. Uh, Go over to YouTube if you're not watching on there and give us a subscribe. We would be ever so grateful. Um, Lester Till I Die TV. If you want to watch us on uh, Facebook, we are on Leicester Till I Die, the group, obviously. And in the Twitter sphere, if that's where you live, we are on at Leicester TID. Another Facebook user here. Hi. Don't know who you are, but uh, we'll say hi anyway. And like I say, please, if you haven't subscribed yet or you are watching on YouTube, nip over and see couple of things just to mention uh, and have a look at before we uh, before we go any further. Don't forget, and this can still be found on um, Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Uh, it's right up at the top there in the prime selection. It is the transfer special that I did with Fabrizio Romano. Hey, what what a nice guy. And we, we talked all sort of ins and outs for Leicester. I asked him about Kabak, Uh Berardi, James, Piera, Matland, (laughs) Maitland-Niles. I do struggle struggle with these names, don't I? Clean my teeth this morning, can't do a damn thing with them. Also, though, of course, yeah, a couple of our players have been linked to a leaving. So what did he have to say about Pratt possibly going back to Italy? Or Madison on his way to Arsenal? Arsenal seemed to think he'd take his shoes and socks off and walk barefoot on broken glass down to uh, the Emirates. What did Fabrio think? And, of course, Tillemans as well to Liverpool. And maybe some others as well. Galassian, let's do ITV. Get over there. Give us a subscribe and watch that. Kindly back there by the ME group. But, guys, it was the unveiling yesterday. i uh, just sort of positioned myself there between, uh, between Jamie and James, uh, the two James. <laughs> I'm uh, James Bond, 007. What do you think of the new away strip? I like it. I like it. Let me know what you think. Um, every year, every year I say, do you know what? I'm not going to order the strip this year. It's always blue. And the, Remember the way strip always used to be, well, yellow and gold, if you, you know, see what I'm wearing here. Um, but <sighs> it's fashion, isn't it, these days? I can remember this time couple of seasons ago absolutely saying what are we doing with a pink outfit but the pink and the black looked really really nice I actually went and bought it and I'm going to be honest with you I bought the purple last season I'm kind of probably going to buy the green this season as well I do I mean it's the worst kept secret I've never known for many a year where We've known almost to exactly what it is with the checkerboard effect that it's of what the strip's gonna be like. But there it is. We we saw it, as I say, a couple of weeks before. It was all over the internet. Uh Louis says, um, well come on to Louis in a second. Um Welcome to El Puso. Is that El Puso? El Pueso, one, two, three. Oh, it's Dave Smith. Dave, <laughs> that's easier. I should have read that first, really, shouldn't I? You know, anybody would think this show wasn't, uh, wasn't pre-planned. Yeah, it's not. It's thrown together. Not sure about the mink kit. My daughter had that colour at her wedding. <laughs> so it's this year's colour, did she? Well, I tell you what, you have to get her to wear that <laughs> if she goes to an away game. <laughs> she might be able to just slip on the pitch unnoticed, you know. Um, Yeah, it is, isn't it? I mean, I'm buying the blue one as soon as uh, the club get around to sending me because I've requested the... I don't know if anybody else is having this trouble. Let me know, but I've requested the kit with the FA Cup uh, logo on the shoulder. And just in case anybody's watching that didn't know, um, Leicester Leicester won the FA Cup this season. Anyway, so I've ordered that. Every sort of week, I get an email off the club saying, "Yep, your shirt's on the way." This has been delayed. The latest delay is they're waiting for more of the FA Cup logos to come through to uh, to, to to put on it. But I don't know. I might get it in time for next season. Come on, Leicester, pull your finger out. Get that to me. And I bought that because it was a you know different pattern, different shade, not just a plain blue. And they've gone and done this to me, so I'm going to end up having said I'm not going to buy any strip this season to buy in two. So I like it. And we have over the years, you know, white used to be our main second color. Then we uh, had a little bit of gold and yellow. Do you remember? We've had uh, one of my favorites, which is the black with the uh, blue stripe going across, as in when uh, when we were Leicester Foss. My favorite of all time, uh, which if you watch the Fab uh, Fabrizio video, you'll see me wearing in honor of him, and that was the green and blue half half and half shirts. I, abs my favorite. All time away Leicester City shirt. This is my all time favorite blue one, and I've got that as well. But I wore that the other day, so I thought I'd wear yellow. You know, I'm. I can't wear the same shirt day in day out. You'll think I don't watch. Yeah, you can smell me, can't you? Sorry about that. Um, so, But yeah, do you like the green? Tell me. You know, we've we've had the we've had red many times. So. Green, it had to be different, really, to catch our attention, and it is. And they played in it. And I look, to be honest with you, um, I think the fact that they've got the blue, uh, sorry, the the dark shorts and socks, I think, is what makes it. I think if it was all green, it'd look a bit, ooh. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, we, 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 we will see. Whatever you think, it's, let's face it, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as Man City's was last year. I mean, that does look like... Uh, my old grandma's curtains. To be honest with you, I think they've always wanted to save a bit of money because of the FPP. But, but uh, uh, yeah, we'd never get as bad as that. Going to say, Doug. Um, welcome along from Nike. Uh, from Nike, <laughs> yeah, reading reading two comments at once. Doug from the Dugout Football Channel currently sits atop top of the uh, quiz league with us at the moment. Uh, being a Liverpool fan, will he still be there tonight? Man United and Arsenal, but we'll come on to that later. Uh, interesting away kit mint is an interesting color it's a cool color that's what i did there um actually (laughs) yeah mint top if only if only i i just hope i just hope guys and it's it's set up we are going we've got to get derby county in one of the cups mint and the rams you see where i'm going there that one yeah, probably it was worth. I probably would have been better off not going there. You know, <laughs> at least you don't have Nike as a sponsor. To be honest with you, we've had everybody else. We happen to have Adidas at the moment, and absolutely love them. The three stripes, iconic. I can remember having a an Adidas bag, Adidas, Adidas bag when I was at school, and that was many, 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 many years ago. Many, many, many. Um. Louis saying here that he thinks Arsenal are now more interested oh in O'Gard rather than Madison. I just don't know if Madison's going to go. I'm not going to tell you what Fabri thinks. You've got to go and watch the video and subscribe for that. Um, uh, and Louis says he doesn't think Madison will leave. I mean, you know, where Leicester are now and where, Madi- uh, where Madison is, where Arsenal are, no. what What is there to go? I mean, you know, Leicester is such a well-run club. Have you seen the pictures of them playing water polo? You know, I mean, there was that famous picture, I don't know who it was, I think, when um, was somebody signed for Liverpool, uh, Everton and then they did a picture of him and he was really pissed off. He didn't look happy to be there at all. All those players actually looked happy to be there playing water polo and what have you. And, you know, you're looking at that and thinking, like, why would anybody want to leave this club? Hmm. It happens. It is London. Madison, bit of a playboy, likes to sort of you know live life on the edge, push the rules, but you know there we go. We've only got another month and two days to, <laughs> to hang on. God, I haven't got in, I haven't got any hair left as it is, which is why I wear this hat. God knows what uh, what it'll be like at the end of the transfer window. But <sighs> who do we need to come in? Or having seen the talent that uh, that we've got in the last two games disappointed with the pre-season pleased uh i mean louis says here um it's only pre-season yes it is and let's be honest with you we're football fans how often have we had a really 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 good pre-season where we've smashed every game only to have a awful awful season so it doesn't it doesn't mean anything i mean you know Wickham, when we played yesterday, were already a nice kit. I did like Wickham's kit, by the way. But there you were. That's a side thing. Um, they were already getting ready to start playing, I think, next week or the week after. You know, they, they were further ahead than we were. And, of course, it doesn't help swapping a whole team. I mean, I thought that was what Sven did. I mean, if if Brendan is going to do that, and I I don't agree with it personally, but... You know, I'm not the manager he is. If you're going to play two separate teams like that, would you not play one whole team uh, in the first game and then one whole team in this game? I used to say with Sven, you know, what, what was the point of, you know, he used to make all these changes. He was what, probably what, Sven was probably what um, put me off supporting England because of all the changes in the friendlies and what have you. So I do I do understand it, but I just don't get the fact that they, they, if they'd got the 90 minutes to play together, I think you can sort of tend to see, you know, what's going on, how are the players getting on so well. But, you know, these players, especially the first teamers, they put a through ball expecting somebody to be there, and they're not, you know, Um I just I just don't get, I can say, why there were so many changes in both games. Um, Nippon, um, am I seeing the scoreline correctly? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Thing is, it was also the scoreline in the FA Cup, I believe. Hmm, wasn't that to Leicester over Chelsea? I think it was. I think it was. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Nippon, I'm, I'm going I'm to sort of uh, say that to you. But, Louis, uh, I don't like his Madison thinks he's David Beckham. <laughs> he can't just <laughs> curl shots from anywhere he wants. That said, though, you know, I'd sooner him have a go and take some shots than not have any shots at all. Scott's here. We're going to be bringing him in in one second. Um, David, good afternoon to you, David. We can always say pre-season this is important. And then we should look at yesterday's game and see were we better as a team versus Wickham than versus Burton. Uh, I mean, we should be improving, right? We should, but again, different players in the mix. You know, it was, as I've just said, a complete change at half-time. Um, I just, I just don't, I, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. Uh, Louis says here, our only judge our players when it comes to Villarreal. I mean, yeah, he's got to put the strongest team out against Villarreal. I think, to be honest with you, even against the Queen's Park Rangers, because, you know, we're going to be playing Villarreal, who, in fairness, are the European uh, Europa League champions, so he's going to probably want to put his stronger team out. But he, he's, they've got to start playing together competitively for a full ninety minutes before that. Um, Nippon says, "Where's your UCL, mate? Come back and see me at the end of the season, Nippon." You know, especially when you've you know you've only just scraped into the competition next year. We, we let you in. We felt guilty having beaten you in the FA Cup, Nippon, and we let you we let you get into those top four places. Uh, you better than Wickham? Yeah, not sure about that, to be honest with you. Not sure about that at all. Let's say good evening or good afternoon. I was doing so well then. I haven't got my evenings and afternoons mixed up at all. Back for my shopping spree, it's Scott. Hello, Scott.
0: Hi, Chris. Sorry for being a bit late, mate.
1: That's okay, mate. I know what it's like. Get a woman out shopping. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that you're in when you are, to be honest with you. I was going to send a search party down to Asda for you. No, I quickly grabbed
0: her by the ear and pulled her back in the car at the end of it. <laughs>
1: um uh, he's joking by the way, just in case any <laughs> allegedly you know <laughs> guess anybody's watching, you know. Um let's look, let, I'm looking. I mean, you, you know, you came in there, we've uh we've were, been we talking about the pre-season. Let, looking at the two games together. We've we drew with Burton and lost on penalties. so technically. I said at the start we'd actually lost Jordan one game, but I suppose technically we lost it. I mean, it is only pre-season though, isn't it? Yeah, I will not read too much into
0: the results, to be honest. It's more a fitness um, thing for both games. I mean, you know, you've got to look at the, the squad itself. Every player's got to flipping get the fitness up, ready for the new campaign. So, Brendan Rodgers is doing the right thing by getting in all of his players in both halves and, you know, getting minutes back into the legs. Yeah.
1: Dave says there, you look shop-shocked. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, definitely. <laughs> and Louis Louis says you're getting done for assault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, Gus. Good evening. You know, I, I'm just going to, if I say evening, you know what I mean. I, I just can't get out of it. Good afternoon, Static. Thanks for joining us. Welcome along. Um Yeah, I, I do. I do get what you're saying, and I, you know, I can remember as I said earlier. Sometimes we've had great pre seasons. We've played four or five games, we've not lost, and then we've got relegated when we've gone into the season. It doesn't bear any resemblance, does it, on how we're going to perform during the season?
0: No, like I say, I, I'm really not too worried about the results itself. Um, what I've seen of both games some of the players that have been linking up has been great to see and that's all that you want that's me as a as a fan um I'd rather see the link up play between certain players and you know how how they're going to hopefully go through the rest of the season sort of thing
1: indeed um yeah I mean I'm not too worried about again the lack of goals because you know, you, you, you play a through ball for Vardy and you think, oh, hang on. He was on in the first half. He's not on in the second half. That's what I couldn't get my head round. And maybe it's me. We've played two games and technically we've played like four teams, if you like. But would you not have played, rather than make all the changes at half time in both games, just give the first half team the whole match for Burton and then the second half team the whole match for Wickham?
0: I can see some logic in, in where you're coming from, but I think it's, in a way, it's unfair to all, all the players within in the squad sort of thing.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, because then at least, you know, if you're asking players to come back during pre-season and then go instantly into 90 minutes, you know, it, it's a bit too much for anyone really. doesn't matter what team that you come up against. You know the likes of Burton and Wickham themselves have played two or three games within preseason, so they're a lot more match fit and everything like that. So I think that's the reason why Brendan Rodgers is and the coaching staff have decided to go from uh, for two forty-five minute intervals per game.
1: Mate, no, I, I you totally talking sense there. Unlike me, um, but I mean, looking at some of the individual because I said there's no point in looking at the matches and you know say how many shots did we have or they had more corners or whatever because it doesn't mean a thing for the two games and the way they were played um I was I mean Jabokovic, he's still alive I, I, never, I thought I thought we were just playing you know he, he'd done a scam on us an Eastern European scam and we were paying his wages and he'd actually sort of died three years ago but he, he was still with us and in fairness he did what was asked of him. Yeah, he's,
0: you know, don't get me wrong. He's a quality, quality goalkeeper. Even even with his age taken into consideration and everything like that, he's, mm. he is a decent third-choice keeper, probably even second choice, depending on who you've got in front of him. Obviously, yeah. with the likes of Leicester, we've got Kashev Spiegel and we've got Danny Ward. So, unfortunately, the likes of Djakovic ain't really going to get many opportunities to put his case forward sort of thing. Um, But, you know, in in the games that he has played, he's done well for us. You know, you can't ask much more of a keeper than to make the saves that he's he's, he's made. Um,
1: And, of course, you've got the thing that you've got Casper there and if Casper stays fit, you know he's going to be playing... In all the Premier League games, and he'll probably play all the Europa League games as well. FA Cup, not sure. League Cup, probably not. But if he gets injured, or when you come to looking at the League Cup and Danny Ward, who may actually, you know, still go yet, we don't know with, with, with Danny Ward. But you know, if, if Danny Ward's there, Yepovich has got to stand up as as then becoming the number two in those games.
0: Yeah. Um, it's uh, don't get me wrong; it's unfair for Jakopich and uh, for the scenario that he's in. But what you've got to remember is, is he is a little bit older compared to the other two keepers. Um, so having him as a backup, whether it's Premier League, Europa League, or within the cup sort of thing, it's never a bad thing to have a, a decent third choice keeper. Um, but I will say, as you as you mentioned about um, Kashif Smarcon and Danny Ward, I don't think it's going to be as clear-cut as what you're saying in regards to Premier League and Europa League. Um, you know, being behind, being between the sticks. I think one yeah. keeper will be out and out Premier League keeper, and the other one will tend to be Europa League keeper. But you know, we'll wait out and see.
1: We'll 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 wait and see because, like I say, I think it will be Europa and FA, uh, Europa and Premier League, and then the FA, you know, the the two cups. Um, I- but I mean, do you remember know, we had Mark Schwarzer, didn't we, in the in the Premier League winning season as a backup? He hardly played, and at the end of the day, let's be honest with you, Jack. I've still got I've still got that toffee in my mouth. Japokovic, we need we need to get a goalkeeper called Smith. Iverson was played well; I can say his name, but no. But Jepokovic, um he signed a new contract last, last year. He didn't have to if he wasn't, you know, happy. So he must be reasonably, you know, okay with what the situation is, and like you say, maybe at his age, he's happy to do that.
0: Yeah, I think I, I think with with the Leicester, he, he knows that he's getting a decent pay packet to be within the squad, so so to speak. He, it, but you know, his performances before he come to Leicester, because I believe he was at Hall City at the time. Yeah, um, you know, they were phenomenal. He, he was. Especially penalties and things like that, he was one of the one of the best keepers for penalties. So yeah. have have at that within your arsenal for Brendan R- Rodgers, you know, is quite quite incredible. And for him to just you know be prepared to take a back step and you know let the likes of Danny Ward and Cassius Michael constantly taking the um, the places, mm. then it. Just it says a lot about Brendan Rodgers and the coaching staff himself.
1: Yes, yes, it does. That they want they want to stay. Dave Smith, there. Good afternoon, Dave. Makes the point. If Danny Ward does anything about him, he has to leave. You can't be number two all your playing time. He can't. Uh, I think the idea is. I mean, he was twelve million when we got him from Liverpool. He was expensive for a backup keeper. We know he's good with penalties. He's proved that uh, uh, for us in the past. Excellent Euros for Wales. Um, One of the best goalkeepers in 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 the whole of the Euros, to be honest with you. Obviously, the Wolves link is there, and I'm not going to tell you what Fabrizio said uh, about that when I asked him. You're going to have to go and watch the video (laughs) to to, to see what he said about that. Anybody that's watching, but you know, I I could understand it if Danny Ward looked at it and go, look, look at me. I'm Wales number one now. I'm in the you know one of the best goalkeepers in the Euros. I want first team football. Wolves obviously sold their goalkeeper. Sniffing round, I I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he actually goes.
0: No, I know what you're saying, and I I won't be surprised myself. But at the end of the day, I think I think this is where Brendan Rogers and the coaching staff, and you know everyone that is involved in the club, has got mm-hmm. to sort of to ter- make sure that that they put Danny Ward's interests at heart. And this is why I say I do believe, although Kasper has been an amazing goalkeeper for us, don't get me wrong, I think the time now is to sort of say, look, Kasper mm. is going to be our Premier League keeper and Danny Ward will be our Europa League keeper. And, it, you know, give him a a, a, chomp at the, a chomp at the bit sort of thing.
1: And yes. you know, yeah. give
0: him a chance.
1: I mean, we know we, we have got Kasper, we've got Smike, we've got Danny Ward, we've got Eden Yapokovic, we've got Iverson, Sund, and I'm just reading here we've got another goalkeeper, Odunzi, Odunze, O D U N Z D. I mean, that's five goalkeepers, all of different aging and standards. Um, and at some point, you know, we know we're gonna have to trim that back, obviously. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, Danny Ward has a decision to make. Either way, stay at a top six club or go to a bottom six club. I don't know. Like say, if somebody like Wolves comes in for him, that you know, although I do think they will struggle next term, um, he he could he could do a job at any of those clubs that are sort of sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. He doesn't have to be a bottom six that he goes to.
0: Yeah, personally, I I can't see him going anywhere lower than the Premier League. He doesn't deserve that. No. And, you know, as you say, with the links towards Wolves themselves, um, if he's going to get first-team football, then, like you mentioned before, we have got goalkeepers standing and waiting to sort of give their opportunity. Um, So, I mean, Daniel Everson, for example, he last season played for uh, what was it? I can't remember what they're called now. Preston North End. Um, And he he had rave reviews while he was playing there. Um, So, you know, if we did lose Danny Ward, yes, it would be. It would be horrible to see, however, we have got back up in abundance in that in that particular department, so you know we'll just have to wait and see on that one.
1: Right, I didn't realise here, and sorry, guys. Uh, I don't tend to keep up too much with other teams' news, to be honest with you. Uh, but as Louis said here, apparently Wolves have already signed another goalkeeper. So, yeah, it won't necessarily it won't be Wolves. He's going to. He's not going to go um, as he says there to be a number two. When he can, when he's num- number two with us, so static again. I didn't, I didn't realise they'd actually sign somebody, but uh, but they have. But going on to a point, static asked earlier, and we'll just slip this one in here. But he's saying, what would be a successful season for Leicester? And I was on Rich Sports Channel last night, and I was kind of asked, what would I prefer, top four or the Europa League trophy? So for me. Success next season would be a good run in the cups. I think we've got a good chance of winning the Europa League, depending obviously who comes down from the Champions League, etc. Um, but I, I would be very happy with top five or six again. I think the top fours struggling, but you know, if we have a consistency. It would be nice to grow, but I think we've come to a point where we're almost hitting the ceiling now because it's a big jump to get to 5th, 6th, 7th, from there into the top four with the sort of money and what those clubs have got. So for me, a successful season would be consistency. I don't know about... What about you, Scott?
0: I can definitely see where you're coming from. And I think in... In all aspects of everything that you, that we we've got to look into is that I think, like you say, when it comes to the uh, what do you call it, the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. Uh, is it Carabao Cup?
1: Yeah, still it's. I think it's still the Carabao Cup. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think you've got to at least be sort of getting. Towards the quarterfinals, semi finals within them two cups. Um, with the Europa League, don't get me wrong, I'd love to win it. Um, yeah. But I think Brendan Rogers, is, this is where Brendan Rogers really does earn his money um, this season. Um, I think, in all honesty, he needs to make, say, quarterfinals, semi finals, a minimum within the Europa League. Yeah. Um, within the Premier League like you say I, I'd be happy if we made sort of fifth sit by the end of the season yeah. you know like when it comes to trying to get into the top four with, with the teams that we're coming up against i.e. Man City Liverpool United they're all spending bundles and bundles of money on players Leicester haven't got that Financial no infrastructure we, never,
1: we never will have, probably in fairness, you know, but but Andrew says there he said, top fours the rewards are in numbers in numbers, enormous, and would pay for the ground extension, and he's also said there plus top four would attract top players, I mean, people said that they said like oh, you didn't finish in the top four again, you dropped out clubs aren't the players aren't going to want to come to 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 less than now, you're not in the champions League. The fact of the matter is, Leicester, no matter whether we finish top four or not, could not go out and buy Haaland, could not go out and buy Viran, could not go out and buy Sancho. We haven't got 80, 70, 80, 90 million to pay on players. you know. And we'll let those clubs buy them off us for that bit of money, but that isn't the way we do things. We'll go out and buy somebody for 20, 30, take a risk on them. You know, we've done our due due diligence, so hopefully we've got it right. Um, And then, you know, that's how we go. Now, this season, we didn't finish in the Champions League, but we attracted two players from Champions League clubs. We've attracted um, Daka from Salzburg, who topped the Austrian League, and Sumari from Lille, who topped the French League. Both of those clubs, in some form, are going to be in the Champions League next season. But... The draw of the Premier League was such that Leicester and the club we are now, with all the facilities we've got, uh, and and the fact that we've won the FA Cup, we've won the Premier League, was enough to pull them to the club. So, I think we will always attract the sort... As long as we're doing what we're doing now, we will always attract the sort of players we want. Attracting top players doesn't always work out for you. Slimani, what do you think? Scott.
0: I think I think you're exactly right. I don't think we need to be attracting the likes of Ireland and you know other players like that. Don't get me wrong; they are quality players, mm. but I think with Leicester, I see them as a better version of Southampton back in the day. Um, mm. For the reason being is you know the amount of times they they brought in young players, whether it was through the youth system or whether it was transfer policy itself. Um but then they'd have a two or three seasons with these players and then they'd sell them on to the likes of Liverpool um and Chelsea and whatever else. And I, I honestly believe that if you if Leicester still want to be able to compete in uh the higher echelons of the Premier League in Europe Euro, uh, European competition and you know, latter stages of of the uh two English cups yeah you've got to you've got to start somewhere and i think this is where um hard transfer business and our youth development has really sort of rose to the occasion
1: yeah um agree totally and as indeed sorry you caught me trying to read some notes there <laughs> richard um rich oh, Rich sports just called it the league cup um Ugh. Static, don't bring garlic bread into it. You know what you start saying when you <laughs> mention garlic bread. Talk and you will pop up and start talking about fridges. Um, Tyco, the Arsenal fan. Hi, mate. How are you doing? Nice for you to come along. Dave, this was the one I was going to click on. We are praising world football about our transfer policy. Indeed, we are. And Fabrizio, again, keep mentioning the video, but yeah, he was praising Leicester's transfer policy. And as I said in Rich's show last night, yes, we do sell players. And it seems that we sell one player every season, but we don't have to. And that's the thing. We sell them because we get an offer we can't refuse. We're not going to turn down £80 million for Maguire, who we paid £19 for, or £60 million for Mares, who we paid £4,25,000 for, or £50 million from Chelsea, who we didn't pay anything for Chilwell for. So, you know, we, we will sell. But we're making a hell of a lot of money on the back of it, you know. Um, <laughs> rich, um, <laughs> the Mickey Mouse Cup, yeah, only only because you're not bothered for <laughs> winning it. Manchester City won't call it that. It. I can remember when we we had a under Martin O'Neill a few years ago, uh, late '90s. We were in three finals and we won it twice in four years, and the big boys, yourself included, Man United weren't bothered for it in fact we beat man united b team on the way to um when you had Croy was it playing for you Croy's son um you weren't bothered then you suddenly realized hang on leicester leicester are getting into europe playing this way suddenly man united yes man united man city chelsea the big boys suddenly thought actually we don't make the top four we can still get into europe this way so you know it's not the mickey mouse cup in that way uh it is Tycho says the fridge gang will always be there we should start a whatsapp group guys <laughs> start a whatsapp group for the fridge gang <laughs> jordy croif that was it can't remember his name jordy croif never quite lived up to his dad um tyco uh, fridge and friends, Lola <laughs> But let's uh, but going back, uh, getting off the fridge now and getting off garlic bread before I get distracted because I'm very easily distracted by a bit of garlic bread. Um, some of the players I was surprised to see playing in the two games: Gazelle, who I thought was virtually just waiting for the ink to dry on his contract, and Benkovic. Were you surprised to see those two? Yeah, I was. Um,
0: Benkovic I've been following, obviously, since he's come to Leicester. Um, The only time that he's really had a decent spell is when he was at Celtic, when Brandon was in charge. Other than that, since he's been on loan to other clubs within the Championship, he really, whether it's his attitude or something like that, he hasn't been given the games. And the games that he hasn't played, it, it, it just looks out of his depth. So to see him... Um, coming in and doing pre-season and things like that has been quite a shot. Now, Gazelle, um, although he's played over at Turkey, I believe, um, other than that, when he was playing for Leicester and he had a couple of games at Leicester, he didn't really do anything to amaze me. Um, The only thing that I can see that he has got consistent at the minute and that's his delivery, albeit whether it's taking corners or taking free kicks. Other than that, yeah, to me, I'd be happy to see him go,
1: I, I've always said that. I'm not going to lie. I think you know he. Let's be honest with you. The poor guy never stood a chance because as soon as he came, he was labelled the new Riyad Mahrez. You know, and it's like you know it's being labelled the new Alan Shearer, the new Jamie Vardy, the new Roy Keane. It, it, it's an albatross around your neck from 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 world, from from the get go, really. Um, last night when he when he had his 45 minutes, I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he did all right. He was able to get the corner past the first man, which let's be honest with you, and the free kicks. Madison very rarely could do. <laughs> I mean, uh, Madison couldn't get uh, any height on his on, on his free kicks at all. You know, we, that's the one of the things we've struggled with. So, you know, Andy says here um, he's putting him in the shot window. He doesn't need to be in the shot window because you've got two Turkish teams fighting over him. And the worst that could have happened is that he was injured, and we would be stuck with him if we're not going to keep him. Um, I, th- I thought, to be honest with you, he did he did okay. Whether that's good enough to fill that gap, because you know, or Brighton's getting older now, he may be leaving. Under just didn't work. We need somebody on that right wing to balance it up with with Harvey Barnes when he's fit. I don't know whether that is Gazelle or not, but I thought he did okay. Last night, you know, like I say, the corners were good, the free kicks were getting past the first man. Benkovic, I don't know whether he's still going to be the answer. I mean, I'm worried because Brendan played him week in, week out in Scotland when he had him at Celtic. And as soon as he came down, he loaned him out. So he's obviously looked at him and thought, Yeah, you were good for the Scottish League, you're not good enough for the Premier League, which probably says more about. The Scottish League than anything. But I, I just don't think. So I was thinking, could the. I was watching him thinking, oh, are you going to be the answer? Because we do need another centre back with Where's Morgan gone? Tarkovsky, we've been linked with well, stupid prices. But I don't think he's the answer, is he?
0: Nah, Benkovic, like I say, uh, what I've followed of him uh, through uh, the championship and things like that. I mean, last season he played at Cardiff and I've got a friend that um, is a Cardiff fan and he was saying, you know, it it just looks so far out of his depth. Every time that he, he's told to do something, he doesn't seem to be able to reach the heights that, you know, was expected and that's yeah. at champion, championship level. So for him to take the next step and start playing Premier League, I do fear for him. Um even as a backup, you know, I, I really don't rate him that well at all.
1: No. Who was that Polish? We bought a Polish winger, didn't we? Kaputski or Kaputska or something like that. Yeah. That was excellent in the Euros and he just never made it. And I think Benkovic is just one of those. And, you know, it's a shame because obviously if he was going to be the missing piece in that jigsaw as a backup, Centre back, um, you know, he did he did okay again. He did nothing wrong, but we were playing lower league opposition. You know, we weren't. I wouldn't I wouldn't like to see him having to come on and and play against Man City or or Harry Kane or somebody like that. Um, youngsters, let's come on to to the youngsters, and there's one that really stood out for me here. Andy has said exactly the same. Kieran um, dewsbury Hall. And I'm just going to go back up here to a um, to a comment where if I can just find it. um, Talk amongst yourselves. There we go. Uh, David said over the two games I've seen, he's made these assessments. David. I love you to bits. Thanks for joining in, but I can't even pronounce that name. You know what I'm like. I, I struggle with anything. past uh, past fast, Chris. And uh, to be honest with you, um, although at least we didn't have a player called Trialist. <laughs> we, we didn't have one of those. Uh, sumari Kdh. He said exactly the same. They've stood out for me. Kdh. I mean, we've we've got to keep him, and he's he's got to be, a, you know, if not a starter, he's got to be in the match day squad, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, definitely. I'd I'd love to see Kieran Drewsby-Hall in the match day squad. Yeah. Um, whether it's Europa League, whether it's Premier League, it really won't matter. The, the guy deserves it. Uh, I was saying last season, because um, I was following him through Luton Town when he was playing yeah. for them, and the rave reviews that he was getting and some of the games that I saw him playing, he it, it was just bossing, you know, yeah. central of the midfield, um and the, the chances that he was creating is not afraid to have a have a go at goal from mm, sort of yeah. twenty five, thirty 30 y- yards out. Um mm. but it, it's also the he's got like a a limit sort of effect in my eyes. Um because he can he can see a pass from sort of thirty yards out and he, he will link that up. So to have him to link up with the likes of Vardy and Pats and Daka, you know, would be amazing sort of thing. I can't wait.
1: No, and and if we are going to be in the position of maybe losing uh, one of the, because if we're going to lose anybody, it appears to be one of the midfielders, Tillman's, Indeedy, um, and uh, uh, Madison. Um, again, we don't have to go out and buy anybody because I think he would just. Slip into one of those roles very easily
0: yeah definitely he he's he's one of them that he's been waiting and waiting for his opportunity, and I think this season this is his opportunity. whether yeah. any, any of the other, uh players that have actually been mentioned could potentially go, you know we'll have to wait and see, but yeah. I do believe uh k d h definitely get, deserves an opportunity um you know, in in any of the competitions, he needs to stay within the squad because he's that kind of player that he can, he could potentially be a game changer.
1: I mean, Man City have got their KDB. We're going to have our KDH, aren't we? It's all going to be uh, yeah. <laughs> <within the season. laughs> and and um, but you know, a lot of the other youngsters that came in as well, and, and I'm really going to struggle with a lot of these names here. But the, the young player from Thailand, I'm going to use his first name because that is at least attemptable. Thanawat. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to pronounce the surname. I'm even going to attempt to pronounce the surname. Um, uh, Kamal sowa did did okay as well. Um, Masal, that, well, the gentleman that we mentioned earlier, Tawanda. Uh, I mean, please sign somebody called Smith, Brendan. I mean, you know, looking at all of these, it, it's, I think it's Brendan I think it's actually Brendan's attempt to not to get us on TV next season. They <laughs> <laughs> don't want no uh... I did notice last night actually the uh, the commentator from LCFC actually got the name of the goalkeeper wrong in the second half. I don't think he'd realized that they'd swapped. But it it's the the future's bright. The future's blue with these players, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we we've got uh... Amazing amounts of talent that's coming through from the U system. I, I've been saying on previous podcasts uh, all last season about Kamal Soa because um, he's been playing for our sister club, Loverman. Yeah. Um, and he's been getting road reviews over there. Um, I can't remember what his actual stats are, but that, you know, considering the games that he's played in and things like that, he's been doing really well. Um, I'd love to see him because predominantly he is a right mid right mid slash right winger. Um however he can play anywhere within the uh either wing or attacking midfielder. Yeah. Um so he, he'd be another good um player for us to sort of keep within within the squad. Um obviously uh, allowance comes into that sort of thing. Um, the player that has really surprised me, and that's uh, Mackin Sawa. oh, yeah, or,
1: yeah. no, Mackin Sahisi. Is it something like that? Oh, hey, I'm not going to argue with you, mate. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for attempting it. <laughs> if I'd attempted that, my teeth would have popped out,
0: <laughs> but yeah, he has been, um, predominantly probably one of the ones that has caught me on guard and, um. Yeah the 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 way that he's been playing and the link up play, um especially with the likes of Pat and um it, it does seem as if he could give the like, could could be good cover for Harvey Barnes, um, mm. down on that left midfield, left wing sort of side. Um so yeah, that's one to sort of keep an eye on through the through the rest of the season
1: um static's got to go thanks for popping in static always welcome uh tommy um <laughs> yeah, tommy okay you might you hear relegation battle for the season after that loss you're just saying that because i likened you to tom hanks on castaway on your show yesterday <laughs> it's a great I, I know it's a spurs channel but he does a lot he's called it tommy talks ball uh, I always want to put an another S on the end of that for you, you for whatever reason. Uh, I think you can probably guess. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's a great channel. Tommy Talk Balls. He does a lot of non Spurs stuff and general football stuff. He he's really good with the banter. Um, he doesn't know his quiz stuff because he didn't manage to overtake Leicester in that. But if you want to if you want to talk pre season friendlies, mate, you know, one one with Latin Orient. Surely you should have been beating late in Orient. And I'm just impressed that Tottenham have managed to get a manager now. What was it? Eighth choice? Ah. Brendan, first choice. We got him even less Celtic to come to us. Um, Tommy, you know it's banter. You know it's banter, mate. Andrew says here, two games, no goals, worries me. It doesn't with me because, like I say, with strikers, unless it's a free kick, unless it's a, a corner... With strikers, it's they're going to be on the end of any move. You would hope, you know, because the ball's going to be passed around, and you know it's going to hopefully end up with one of the strikers, and they're going to hopefully put it in the back of the net. When you're making the changes like we have done over the past, you know, two two friendlies, um, they're not. I don't know you, you you put a ball through. I mean, last night Daka, and we'll come on to Daka and Samari and Bertrand at the moment. But Daka, uh put a ball through thinking Vardy was going to be there. And he wasn't, you know, and it was just that understanding's got to come. And I think, you know, when you look at how we've changed the players, that was what was missing. But that will come when we get a settled 11 and we get into the season.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, it's not it's not great that we've not scored a goal yet yeah. um, but like like i said before when you've got two different squads going out every 45 uh, for 45 minute intervals it's literally just to be able to make sure that all the all the players within um the squad that's there at the minute can get minutes into their legs because for, yeah. you know you still got from now until the end of august to really know what your full squad's going to be um and you know until then um we've just gotta wait and see we've got to hope that we can mm-hmm. keep uh, certain players in, and that uh, if not we we've got players that can fill in for them, yeah. for example like the so uh you know k d h and uh. Oh,
1: yeah, mass <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say when it goes up. I mean, those are the two teams we've put out there. I mean, there's 22 players there. Um, we did um, bring on um, oh because of the injury. There was a player who got injured, wasn't there last night? And uh, I'm trying to think who who we who we bought on. Um, it will come to me in a minute. But anyway, but when when you look at those, you know, you know, you know. I mean. Stallarcher chick chick with the goalkeeper in the second half. Um and that's not easy for me to say. Um, you know, these players you know are not gonna be in that twenty five man Premier League squad, are they?
0: No, they're not. Um you know you would be lucky if you get sort of two, three youngsters get into the uh Premier League squad itself. Um but when it comes down to um, friendlies, and you know, you've got to try and give these players opportunities, um, even if yeah. it's just put on on the on the transfer market, so that other clubs can look at them. Um, yes. You know, for example, like Sabankovic, yeah, uh, I can honestly see him going. I can't see us keeping him. No. I could no. be wrong, but you know. That's my. I heart, think heart, I heart think he opinion. will go,
1: and also you know you've got um, uh, Gazelle as well. I think it will go. Daily Campbell was who I was thinking of, and I think he he's got a future with us, you know. And yeah, well, he I, played all I, right
0: this season whenever he filled in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know he's not going to play all these, you know. Play, you know, all these youngsters in one team. But Alex Ferguson proved you can win things with youngsters and they will get their opportunity. It's a long season. And if we want to do well in all four competitions that we're in, we're going to need that flexibility of squad. And the players that won't get in, like we know, that maybe, you know, the likes of uh, so on, players like that, into the Premier League squad. Well, I think we'll certainly see some some, some cup cup action at all. Um, Tom, <laughs> Tommy, laughing there at Tom Hanks, and uh, he's just watched our my Romano scream in full. Great stuff as always. Smash those likes. Yep, thanks very much, uh, Tommy. Get those likes smashed and get the subs on YouTube as well. Now the signings. Bertrand, Bertrand. I'm at it again. I I want to so make Bertrand (laughs) to be this exotic French player. (laughs) Yes. You say you want English
0: names and then you come out with that.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. I do it. I do it. I was talking to a guy at BT Sport a couple of days ago and he said, I do exactly the same thing. I just so struggle with the English names. Bertrand. I don't know why I want to call him Bertrand. Maybe it makes him sound more sort of, you know, attractive and dangerous. sexy. And yeah, you know, with, uh, <laughs> one of these exotic continental players. Now, Ryan Bertrand from Southampton, um, he didn't play yesterday, but we know what he can do. He's proved it. And, and we know he's there sort of to help young Luke Thomas come through. But um, the new signings, I thought Daka looks, he looks fast. Yeah, he does. Um, It's not just that. It's not just his
0: pace. It's it's his chain of thinking as well, I've been impressed by. Whether it be uh, the runs that he's making or the link-up play that he's trying to make with the likes of Vardy um, and other players around him, He, he does seem to have a good intelligence about him as well. So it'll be very interesting to see how
1: he's disposed of within the team mm. this season. And Samari, how's he? He's looked okay, hasn't he? He's not sort of set the world alight yet, but, you know, he looks he looks like he's going to settle in well.
0: I'm hoping so. He, like I say, he's not done anything wrong that I could see of. Um, he's just, you know, some players take a bit more time than others to try and settle in. Um and he might be one of them cases, sort of thing. That I don't think you'll see him at the start of the season. Probably playing in the Premier League. It mm-hmm. might take a, you know, might till take till the end of August before you actually start seeing him being integrated into the into the team, sort of thing. Um, okay. but yeah, what I've seen of I him, mean, you know, there's potential there.
1: Mm. Obviously, there's, and somebody was asking about uh, just James Justin earlier. I think he's going to still be out till till the end of the year. But Justin Barnes, Castagna, I guess you know they're all sort of carrying knocks or injuries. Obviously, Castagna, we know from the Euro, so maybe that's why they they weren't there last night. But Schmeichel as well. I mean, he's not featured in either game, but you know what? What does he have to prove? <laughs> we we know what he can do. But the big surprise for me. And I don't think he appeared in either game, and that was a certain Mister Perez. Yeah, um, although
0: if I'm right in believing, haven't they had the? Um, I can't remember what the equivalent is, but um, they've had their own like international cup over over Brazil sort of way, haven't they? And I do believe Perez comes from that sort of region.
1: Uh, uh no, he's Spanish, Perez. Is he? Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, I mean whether he is because of course you got the Olympics on at the moment, but the other day it was a Spanish under 23. Now I don't know whether he's gone out as an overage player or anything like that, but I'd, i I'm just <laughs> we could hope and, and bless him, but we could hope that maybe there's something happening behind the scenes there and he may uh, he may be going. Um I didn't have time to ask uh Fabrizio about him I, I literally ran out of time but yeah he, I'm surprised he hasn't played but um but yeah like I say I think in in rounding it off there I think it was priest I mean like I say if we'd won both games we would be sat here now going do you know what we're gonna have we're gonna win the league next season aren't we we can beat Burton and we can beat yeah, <laughs> Wickham um But I don't think there's anything to be worried about. I think we're building a good squad. If we can hold on to to, to most of our players, we do need to expand the squad. That's what he's doing. I still think we're going to see another central defender and another right-winger to come in. But, you know, I I think I've never felt... And I've said said this last season. I've never felt so optimistic going into a new season being a Leicester fan.
0: No, I'm quietly optimistic on, you know the the adventures that we, we're potentially going to go on this season. Um, but in your comments in regards to a right winger, I don't think we'll be going out and getting one. I think um, Brendan Rogers will give the likes of um, Kamal Soa a, a good running on that right-hand side. Um, you know, why spend money when you've got a ready-made player there that, alright, he's not been brilliant, but he could shine within the Premier League and, you know, you could you could bring him on. You know, if all out spells you've still got January transfer to come in and, and get a right winger if you need him.
1: Yeah. No, it's a good point And you don't know, you know, if we would have said this time last year about Luke Thomas, we'd have, we'd have laughed, wouldn't we? So, you, know, you just don't know till they get in there. And he does seem to like, and what Luke Thomas and uh, Bertrand... Gives you on the left is the fact that you can keep Castagna and Piera on the Ricardo on the right and you know play Castagna defensively and Ricardo Piera as almost as the winger,
0: yeah, exactly. And he um, seemed to
1: like doing that at the end of last season, didn't he?
0: Yeah, whether that was because, like you say, we haven't had the, the full depth of, of squad that we need. Um that's why he's played on in them particular positions. We don't know. However, it does it did seem to like at the end of the season mm-hmm. to put Castagne and Pereira both on the right hand side whenever he could. Um,
1: now I think it was down to, to injuries and squad depth, but sometimes these things just fall into place. You know, you, you would have never have had Vardy and and um in Acho playing the way they did, if it wasn't for the injuries and and the lack of a, a decent number ten, so yeah. And look, look how that ended up. So you know, it, it, it's these things can sometimes fall into place. But yeah, I think Castagna and and Ricardo down that right wing. Ricardo looks more than well, even as a defender. Let's be honest with you. He used to he used to be just as much in their half as he was in ours but most importantly now is the last question before i let you go and i do thank you for joining us again scott a really really important question that i've got to ask you here um on every fans lip i gave my opinion when i came in earlier what do you think of the new away strip
0: i like it i really <laughs> I do really.
1: yeah i absolutely love it i'm not sure about the checks and i and i wish that the checks weren't so um they're only on the front they're not on the back for some reason but uh, and I thought with the black shorts I think it were black shorts but certainly dark yeah. shorts I think it looked really smart
0: it does and it puts us out of the uh the sort of kits that we've had previously so mm-hmm. with that you know I, I really do like the the new style of things and just the way that it's been put about um uh, it'd be good to see the the team in it for the whole season.
1: Yes, yes, um, and I and I think are we the only ones with this actual style? I think for the first time, because normally, obviously, these companies, Nike, Adidas, and all these, produce one style and then just make it different colours for different teams. I have a feeling we might be the only ones this season. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I was going to say, Andrew... I think
0: Man City's got something close.
1: Have they, right? Right. Andrew says, did I say green instead of mint earlier? Or are you saying you think it's mint because you think it's spot on? In which case, it's a very bad pun and one that I used in the table in, in, in earlier and nobody laughed at me. But um, either, way, either way, it's going to get bought in in, in its droves, isn't it? You know. Scott, thank you so much, mate. I hope you put your shopping away or, or the missus has done it for you. No,
0: no, we're doing that in a minute.
1: <laughs> I hope you have not bought ice cream or anything frozen because it'll be all over your floor now. <laughs> hey, got QPR on Saturday. I think we're going to see a more settled team for that one, do you?
0: Um, I'd like to think so, but it's Brendan Rogers At the end of the day, he's got to, like I say, he's got to put um, players out and get them to have the minutes. So, if it's another forty-five minutes per uh, per uh, half of the squad, then that's entirely up to him. I think the the main thing will be his Villarreal game, and yeah, you know, seeing where we go from there. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, and that's next Wednesday. So, uh, and then after that, it's a little matter of the uh, charity shield.
0: Yeah, easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's any Man City. What 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 could possibly go wrong, eh? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, still waiting. Oh, tickets for uh, for mere mortals like myself go on sale on Saturday. So uh, fingers crossed, um, and see what will happen. But Scott, hey, thanks very much for coming on, mate. I hope speak to do the same after the QPR game. If you're free, see how we get on. But uh, thanks very much. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good season. Thanks, Scott. Take
0: care, pal. Bye.
1: Cheers. Thank you. Thanks very much for, to Scott there. Talks a lot of sense. Yeah, not like me at all. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. So don't forget, we've got a couple of things for you to see. Don't forget, and I know I keep mentioning, but it is a fantastic show. Fabrizio Romano gives us the lowdown on Quebec, on Berardi, James, Piera, and even Arsenal's Maitland-Niles. And what's going to happen with Pratt, Madison, Tillemans and Ward? Coming or going? Go over to YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV, and press that subscribe button. Uh, it's the big red button if you've not depressed it already. Um, we've got this coming up on Friday, uh, and that is the King Power Extension Chat. So, and I know that isn't the picture that that might be used but that was the last time it got talked about what was doing the round so it is for illustration purposes only before everybody starts going yeah it's not going to look like that i know it probably isn't i hope not because I, I think it looks awful to be honest with you but that's just my opinion and i'll be talking with ant uh, from uh, ant's lcfc channel about that on friday at seven um but later on today Mm, 7 o'clock it's the big fat quiz of the week and we've got manchester united and we've got a very confident manchester united fan coming on reese who has asked for hard questions will he regret it and then at eight thirty, arsenal so a double header again man united at seven arsenal at 8.30. It's a good job I've got plenty of different shirts I can swap around so you don't think it's... I'm wearing the same one all the time. <laughs> I'll see you back at 7 o'clock. Thanks for joining in. Thanks to Scott for his input. I uh, made some really, really good points. Stay safe and I will see you in just, well, an hour and three quarters, I do believe it will be. Thanks very much, guys. Take care. See you later. Hello. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Tidai TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City football club. Thanks for watching Leicester till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. podcast
0: network the talk Sport fan network is proudly teaming up with three for mental health awareness week this year beyond the pitch beyond the results we're here to connect fans getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans we're a team with two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges that's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away,
1: don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonalds app you in uh, participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan
1: network talk sport, powered by fans